Welcome to Alive and Active Life, broadcasting encouragement to live your daily life with God's help and inspiration to reach for more of God by faith. Join Brenda Wolf for today's practical insights. A new year is an opportunity to let go of some things, hold on to other things, and grab on to new things. It also involves various emotions. A new year can feel scary, not knowing what's ahead. It can also be exciting with new opportunities. In some cases, it may be a relief to walk into a fresh perspective. Hope for new possibilities begins to rise. Sadness about aging, saying goodbyes, or letting go of previous endeavors can be painful. Knowing there will be difficult challenges is sobering. Yet overall, people, most people, embrace hope as one year morphs into another. God gives hope for a new year. I have found hope looks one way in this broken world, but completely different in God's reality. Incidentally, it makes all the difference to know which hope is which. So how do typical dictionaries define hope? Here we go. The feeling that what is wanted can be had, or that events will turn out for the best. To look forward to with desire and reasonable confidence. To believe, desire, or trust. I suggest these definitions are strongly related to the world's view of hope. God's definition is different. The third definition that we just went over is closest to God's definition, and that was again to believe, desire, or trust but it lacks the fullness and the promise God offers to His people. To get a better look at God's kind of hope, let's look into some scriptures. I want to share one of my personal favorite verses. For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans to prosper you and not to harm you, plans to give you hope and a future. Jeremiah 29, 11. Many people Hold on to this verse. Since God already knows everything about me, everything I'm going through, everything coming tomorrow and in future years, and because He is good with good plans, I can trust Him. And the same is true for you, since He already knows everything about you, everything you're going through everything coming tomorrow and in future years. And because He is good, with good plans, you can trust Him. Now, good also has a different definition in God's reality than in the world's definition. Subsequently, God is, in every way, morally excellent. Additionally, He is kind and loving with highest of virtues. So this is where you drive a stake of faith into life. The Lord wants to prosper you into His purpose for your life. He does not want to harm you, and He plans to give you hope in your soul. His eye is on your future, 
and he cares very much about what is going on in your heart. Incidentally, one day, I realized that two verses I'd memorized were actually back-to-back in the Bible. Here is the verse following Jeremiah 29, verse 11. Then you will call on me and come and pray to me, and I will listen to you. And that's Jeremiah 29, verse 12. Then, to my surprise, I found yet a third verse I had memorized, also connected to these first two verses. Listen. You will seek me and find me when you seek me with all your heart. And that's Jeremiah 29, verse 13. Because God cares and is everything He claims, we have reason to celebrate Christmas and Thanksgiving each year. Consequently, the person who chooses to believe this, even when their heart is breaking, they receive God's help. Psalm 34 verse 18 says, The Lord is close to the brokenhearted and saves those who are crushed in spirit. God makes it His business to love and tenderly care for the brokenhearted and crushed in spirit. Interestingly, He is impeccable at triaging your troubles. And you, you are His priority. All this because He loves you deeply and wants to help. Amazingly, God cares about holiday sadness, too, and He has credibility to teach about managing sadness. Here's why. Jesus has two names that are linked, but almost like opposites. Man of joy and man of sorrow. You can imagine how joyfully he spoke everything into existence at creation. From the clear blue ocean to flowering green meadows to towering majestic mountains to powerful, bounding animals to delicate, transparent blossoms and even a flavor-packed juicy strawberry. But then... Consider how filled with sorrow he must be as he sees the devastating effects on his once perfect creation and his own dear children trapped in sin. Jesus knows how to live with the tension of both joy and sorrow. When Jesus lived on this earth, he was ever-present in the celebration of life while simultaneously participating in human sorrow. Consequently, he joined the human condition by becoming one of us. Jesus was born into the human race and experienced the full spectrum of our joys and sorrows. He was even tempted in every way we are, but without sin. Hebrews 4 verse 15 Yes, Jesus became a baby, and that's why we celebrate both Thanksgiving and Christmas. Because God is faithful. Interestingly, this very present moment is a chain link and it's forming in a way that ties your past to your future. What you think, say, and do each moment matters. Since you hold both ends of your life together in your middle, a thoughtful, courageous approach helps you make healthy choices. 
So I've got some questions for you. Number one, how do you go into a new year with healthy choices? Number two, how do you revisit or let go of unrealized goals and unfinished business? The third one is, what do you do with unhealed hurts? Number four, how do you overcome fear? Five, what about bad habits? And six, will you set yourself up for maximum success this new year? Let's explore six action steps to move you steadily into daily success as we approach a new year. The first one, regular time in God's Word. I know I say this so often. Spending daily time in Scripture makes a big difference. The written Word affects your life powerfully because it's the living Word, Jesus Christ, on paper. This investment of time and space each day brings results. Here's a list of some of the results it brings. Growth in your character. Guidance and direction. Purpose to your life. Intimate relationship with God. Better relationships with others. And a sense of peace and joy. Regular time in God's Word helps you live inside Jeremiah 29, verse 11. For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord. Plans to prosper you and not to harm you. Plans to give you hope and a future. All right. The second thing we're going to look at, the action step to move steadily into daily success in a new year, is this. Sincere prayer draws you close to God. Be close in your heart to God at all times by simple faith. Talk to the Lord through your day about your problems, fears, sadness, joys, plans, your needs, in fact, everything. Set apart Jesus as Lord in your heart from 1 Peter 3:15. Enjoy his friendship. John 15:15 15, 15 talks about how God has called us his friends, and worship him. Regular, sincere prayer draws you close to God, and then Jeremiah 29 verse 12 becomes your reality. Then you will call on me and come and pray to me, and I will listen to you. All right, the third action step is to choose cheer. You have control over your disposition. No matter how hard things become, choose cheer over anxiety, anger, or pouting. When you suffer, especially unjustly, remain conscious of God's presence and sovereignty over your situation. Cheer is good medicine. Proverbs 17.22 promises hope through practicing cheer. A cheerful heart is good medicine. The fourth action step is to develop healthy habits. What you practice is what you become. So examine your habits and patterns carefully. How healthy are your patterns? I'm going to ask you about a number of different choices, 
So let's go into them. And you think in your mind, how healthy are my patterns? Okay, your food options. The amount of sleep you get. How you spend your free time. What you allow yourself to think about all day. The quality of relationships you pursue. Connecting with God throughout the day. Wholesome reading and movie material. Edifying conversation and language. Are you a good influence to others? So those are all things that you can ask. How healthy are my patterns? By setting up structured yet flexible patterns, it helps you to develop healthy habits. The fifth action step has to do with goals and objectives. There are so many resources to help set good goals. Thoughtfully written goals and objectives help you carry out action steps to grow personally and professionally. To set up a simple one-page goal sheet, go to our website for a helpful tool that keeps you on track all year. I encourage you to use this tool to set up reasonable, practical goals for this next year. Just put in the search bar, one-page goals sheet. You will see step one and step two. This material helps you set up and carry out simple goals in your life. In conclusion, reasonable goals and thoughtful objectives help you live a healthy life all year. And then the sixth and final action step to go into a new year with is be a whole person. Many people live their lives as half a person or less. Being a whole person means pursuing a variety of relationships, experiences, practices, interests, investments, and not necessarily financial, and habits. A whole person appreciates the sciences, various forms of art, literature, and world news, engaging a hobby, gathering with a group, simply enjoying quiet time alone. All of these and many more help you be a more balanced, whole person. If you'll notice steps three through six, and those were to choose cheer, to develop healthy habits, to go after some goals and objectives in the new year, and to be a whole person, those steps help you to be the unique person God created if you pursue Him with all your heart. And that brings us to that third scripture that I mentioned early in this episode. Jeremiah 29, verse 13. You will seek me and find me when you seek me with all your heart. Here are some application thoughts and questions for today's material. First of all, will you commit to spend regular time in God's Word this next year? Two, have you discovered sincere prayer and how it connects you to God in your heart? Number three, do you choose cheer each day? Four, how healthy are your life habits? Number five, have you set goals and objectives for this next year? I encourage you to use the one-page goals sheet articles and episodes to do this. And number six, do you choose to be a whole person growing each day to be like Jesus? 
I invite you to follow us on your favorite social media. Do sign up on our email list to receive weekly articles. Plus, tune in to our weekly podcast using your preferred podcast app or use the online player at the top of each of our articles. Visit our website for resources to get into God's Word and live an alive and active life. You've been listening to Brenda Wolf with Alive and Active Life. Visit our website at www.aliveandactivelife.org, your web-based home for resources, including books and eBooks, libraries of articles, podcasts, and more as you navigate life's challenges and issues. Sign up on our email list and subscribe to our podcast to stay current with the tools you need to be the person God designed, living an alive and active life.